0: Here is a reminder from the American Medical Association.
1: Games. Games. Here's some games. Games you want to get out. See? More games.
0: Don't force a puric acid on your genitals. What are your qualifications? Ah, well, I didn't truly are. I've graduated Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and I keep getting funnier every single time. This I This is see- the Nerd Words Podcast. You guys care to comment? Give <laughs> me like, buy 망- and On UtilityMuffinLabs.com. Great job. Beat up, but Six dick, Dan.
1: When I get the paper, I read it through and through. Butter
0: battered blowjobs <laughs> are the ones made for you. <laughs> Try new grape flavored butter battered blowjob dicks. Six <laughs> dick, Dan. ha. <laughs> <laughs>
1: six dick dad I think that's great
0: <laughs>
1: and we're not referring to a guy named Dan no it's the Japanese martial arts system where you can hear somebody go oh you're a third de- third degree black belt okay it's oh. the American system yes but if you are a fifth degree black belt third degree Don or whatever <laughs> third degree Don and it, it's d a n is how it's spelled
0: yeah but I call it Dan
1: and we referred that six is the appropriate number of dicks. The exact number of dicks that anybody should ever have to suck an insult.
0: Yeah, because like 10 or 12 is too many dicks. Four, three, even five is too few.
1: Now, you can still say eat all the dicks. It's still good, because it's only six. as has been established by the sixth Don, Sixth Dan. Sixth Dick Dan. If there is any work for me, then I run up to the house. Throw on the dough When well, I went to the party At the candy
0: uh. <laughs> Six dick Dan Was in the cell uh-uh. He was a kung fu grip With a motherfucking dick <laughs> Come on the six fu dick <laughs> Everybody in the old cell block
1: Kung fu dick With on the a piston elbow
0: huh? <laughs>
1: He was a hit with all the guys
0: at least six of them,
1: <laughs> all six. <laughs> By the way, can you guess his name? Dan. Dan.
0: Six, six D- Dick Dan. Dan. <laughs> None of this means anything <laughs> at all. None of it is complete nonsense. So uh, the, th- this is this is going to be, I guess, the fucking random just talk shit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing that comes to mind was what we were talking about last night. With the fucking email, so like six weeks ago, I'm looking for job number two. I need oh, yeah. you know two part-time jobs. Yep, and uh, I get an email like six weeks after the fucking fact, and uh, I applied to Barnes and Noble because it's near where I'm working already. And I was like, eh, fuck it, you know, it's a bookstore. How hard right. can it be to get a job? So I get an email last night, over a month after applying. And I never got a phone call or an interview, and they basically said, uh, you don't qualify to sell books. They're kind of right, Nate. I mean, when I think of people who are qualified to sell
1: books, I mean, you could pick up an object and place an object. Yeah. You know the alphabet. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I am able to physically read functionally. You, You even know the Dewey Decimal System, which I would argue... None of their employees do. No.
0: No, they don't. They don't know the... Well, maybe old Marge in the back. She might know. Yeah, they were like, what? You can count money? Go fuck yourself. We don't need you here. (laughs) Literally said, you count the money? Who the fuck are you? You mean you take one thing and you place it somewhere else, and then you occasionally walk to another place to grab something and give it to someone else? You bastard. You take
1: loose leaf green paper cut into pleasant rectangles, and you exchange
0: it for coin. I could just imagine like the 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 hiring h r person being like, Look, we just don't think you're going to be a good fit for us um
1: like but they did that in advance. That's the thing right, that bothers me right is is that it's like you didn't even get your day in court no, no, it no. was just. After looking at your resume, we decided to pursue other avenues.
0: As it turns out, uh, you don't have experience selling books in other locations because, as it turns out, there aren't other locations to buy books anymore.
1: Well, what cracks me up is that the the mis the misconception people have, All right? Like I've noticed that there are complacent people, right? Mm-hmm. And these com- we were talking about it for like the last forty eight hours. There's complacent people, kind of piss me off that the era in which you got lucky and landed your destiny job, you know, and I don't mean it's your destiny as in it's a good thing. I mean the job you refuse to leave because now you have tenure and your 401k is just not to be touched. And it's just so amazing. You know, the job you bitch about every day that's holding it down for your family, these complacent people, they'll turn, and, like, they got their job, like, 20 years ago, which was a completely different job market than it looks now. And those people will tell you terms like, oh, just go pound pavement. Just print out your resume and go and grab a stack and just start filling stuff out and sending them in. I got a newsflash for you. Any company that is still printing out applications and handing them out to people is a company not fucking doing well. They are on the outs as is. That means they don't even have a computer infra- infrastructure system set right. in place to keep up with the unemployment employment rate that their business had. They're not even growing at that point. They're just collecting by mail <laughs> applications, hoping to get them and no HR department would deal with that
0: right. worth its weight and salt. So here's the, here's the other fucking joke. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but, um, you know, before I, I found out I was going to be working full time in my current position, I was like, well, I need money to supplement, you know, so I can find another part-time job, you know, and I'll, right. I'll have two jobs like any struggling 35 year old should. Um, And so I applied at this Dunkin' Donuts that's down the street from us. And I'm like, this is a fucking fuck-off job. No worries. Like, yeah, it's shit pay, but whatever. It's a fuck-off job. I sling coffee, have a fucking day. So then I find out there's like fucking 40 hours of fucking internet training for it, which by and large by itself is not a huge deal. Like, I can fucking deal with a little bit of training. But in the state of Illinois, you have to be certified and licensed to work in a food establishment and this is the, like the, the dude that's the manager of the location he sort of like offhandedly mentions like oh yeah you got to get certified i mean you can go online and do it like a couple of different places so i go online and i'm like what does this entail because it's so kind of offhandedly remarked to like but you think it's just right, check a box right, and sign right, your name like yeah i like, fucking okay cook things to 165 degrees and wear gloves the fuck else do you need to know No, like it requires like classes and then you have to like pay to get certified. And I'm like, You expect me to pay to get certified so I can sell coffee for fucking eight dollars and fifty cents an hour. So you can go one donut, six donut, or 12 Right. put in box. Right. So I can put on plastic gloves and place a dozen, 12 of something into a box. You don't even make the donuts right. anymore. It's just, just the you, ship came. You, you literally, you grab them from a tray and you put them in a bag. You're a fucking middleman. Right. <laughs> That's literally You're what you are. Right. But apparently your coffee, because... Right. Your coffee is even... You push the button. It's right. not ready yet. Right. Yeah, yeah there's you no, cream no. You don't cream. have to think about how to make Dunkin' Donuts coffee. There's like, a, you, you press the button and it brews. And then you grab the right size cup and you put the cream or the sugar or whatever in there. But it's a button. You push a button and it says Bink. medium.
1: Let me put it to you this way. If someone from a third world country who doesn't speak any English can come over here and perform the function of the job day one. With just a friend going, push that button, load it here when it's empty. That light comes out when it's out. Push it here. And that's it. And that's it. If they can do that, the job does not require sorta for nothing. No. <laughs>
0: okay. Clearly, the job just requires someone no. experienced to go push, reload, wash. And uh, I'm I'm a man of principle. I believe that if you are going to hire me to work at your establishment. You should incur the payment of training me on <laughs> all of the aspects of the job, yes. which means you should be paying to have me certified if that's the legal requirement. There's only one job I
1: where I expect you to not ever have to have any sort of certification or nothing like that, and that's a hooker. No, I, I mean, fully expected that if you were a street hostess, as I prefer to call
0: you, lady, a street hostess, a street hostess,
1: <laughs> that you know, the only thing you need to know if they're new is like, stick with me, sugar, it's gonna That's be like a rock. Dolly rough Madison. Night. Madison,
0: Dolly Madison is a street hostess,
1: right? There you go, <laughs> <laughs> or any girl who uses her real name. Yeah, I'm Rebecca Handscum, and I'll be your hooker <laughs> this evening. You no, know, you're mm, street hostess, sweetheart.
0: Handscum, that makes me feel good, however, about Trixie,
1: <laughs> Portia. Mercedes Those are hookers You know Or high High caliber strippers Depending on where you go Yeah Yeah
0: Yeah so that was a fucking Laugh right? I was like really <laughs> I got a rejection letter For like And it was so fucking long ago I had forgotten I'd even applied So since we're sharing Job exchanges Just like every, the
1: world To know really Or whoever is suckered in not listen to this That <laughs> We Mine was just this company Called uh, Enrand Is the name of it I don't even know if I got the name right. Yeah. That's it. Matter. But basically what they are is they're an internet company. They're a gold partner for Microsoft, which is how they got on my radar. And they they grabbed me. So when I was with Microsoft, I applied to all their gold partners in terms of looking to be promoted. And I don't know if you know this. The way Microsoft works is anybody who's a gold partner with them is just affiliated with their products and services and authorized to sell them. Now, why you want to get promoted to these companies? If you come from Microsoft to them, you get paid sometimes triple what you got paid at Microsoft. And Microsoft allows you to go there for up to a year to two years before coming back. Uh-huh. And when you come back, you're at a higher level than when you left. That's how this works. So I get my first, I've been waiting for this interview. I get my third online interview to be told I am not qualified. Now, before you're thinking, I must apply to some director level programmer c plus type crap i didn't i applied because they wanted me to be basically i would go business to business with my team and my team would do all the technicalities would be doing all the writing underwriting and whatnot my sole job is to go what is the problem you're having with your services straight up told me that and then I am just to identify, help, and empathize and apply the bomb to the butts of our buddies right. that are in business with. And then I report back and then we deploy. I give a solution, they apply solution, everybody's happy. Right. I was like, this job, I'm, over. I'm, I'm no, I'm, this is exactly what I did for Microsoft for most of the time I was there. Right. So I'm talking to this girl and she tells me, and I quote, listen, I know what it says on the qualifications. And I know that's why you're there. And yes, you meet the qualifications, but all I'm looking for is someone to be in our new call center. And you're going to be the head of it, the manager. And all I want you to do is to make sure that 15 people are making calls to business and are bringing in businesses. So wait a second. All that months of bullshit, of hoop jumping and glad handing, and and let's face it, yes, I was doing what everybody does. You talk the world about yourself, but then give hard facts as to what you've accomplished. I've done $5.5 million contracts for Microsoft before. That's something I didn't ever take pride in because I had a team help out and I thought about it. If I didn't land it, if I didn't get the buy-in from the board, the school board that was there when it was just me there, there was nothing else done. Right. So, yes, I did. And when I explained that to her, she literally was like, I, I don't, we don't, I'm, I'm not looking for someone in this, in this role. I mean, that's, wow. And I told her, flat, I said, do you think I'm overqualified? She goes, I know you're overqualified. And she goes, I, I, don't even, I think you're overqualified for my job. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, how about your boss? Since we're on a roll, I mean, what level do I need to apply it? And she's like, oh, well, um, I don't really know. I mean, you know what we do. You know about our services already. You know about what we You're a gold partner. Of course I know. I've done my research. I've done it. And she's like, and to let you know, the pay level, I made 52000 before bonus right. with Microsoft. Potential of sixty-two. This job was a base of seventy two right I asked for sixty two to guarantee the interview. I was willing to take a ten grand pay hit to allow you know what I mean right to get me in the door and that 's a strategy right They had to call me, and it worked, except apparently they are overpaying. <laughs> for the person they're looking for oh, right, overpaying. Right. And then they tell me, oh, don't worry, we're opening up a tech division. And in the tech division, she goes, I know a guy, he is looking for a programmer with C++ and Visual and SQL. I was like, all of which is not on my resume. <laughs> and she goes, well, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You are
0: overqualified for it. How am I overqualified? Right. I don't know the literal requirements of programming languages. Mm, so something's wrong with a lot of <laughs> a
1: lot of the job market. And for fun, because you know this, I originally applied to McDonald's just to see what it's like. Uh-huh. Just see, you know, because you're like, oh, changing it, whatever. I know a lot of people in McDonald's corporate because we did their Excel training. Right. or Rather, I did their Excel training for McDonald's, particularly out of the Oakbrook area, which is where they're headquartered. And they have an amazing facility, right? Like, I don't know if you know, in there, their McDonald's chefs are actually there every day yeah. trying to make the new sandwich, right? Or whatever the hell it is. Those guys need to know Excel. However, they have their uh, admins need to know it for obvious reasons. And while I'm dealing with that, I got to visit and talk about it and see what they had going on. And they go, you know, we could really use somebody who's good with teaching, who can come in here, digest what we want folks to learn, and then turn around and talk their language and just, you know, whatever. And I was like, here's my card. Here's my resume. I followed that up the chain on the high end. On the low end, I applied to be just whatever. Right. Counter help. G-G. Just to see. Six dick Dan. So Right. Six dick Dan. That was the goal. <laughs> so I apply. And I get what I like to call the dick in the ear, right? It's just the dick. They literally tell me, like I call them and followed up, right? And it's the one over here in Yorktown that they have nice and close because it's the new facility. And I'm like, yeah, I call it to do like whatever, get my foot in the door. But I could do management. I can handle money. I could do all that. And they said, yeah, we're not looking for someone of of, uh, quite your experience. And I was like, so you're saying overqualified. I go, well, not just overqualified, but aren't you a little old? (laughs) <laughs> actually told me that now, now i want you to know in the drive-thru was like a lady in her 50s right who's literally pouring drinks and i'm like i'm I'm a little old right she got me by a hot 20 years <laughs> what you talking about so
0: well crazy unfortunately for them they have someone stupid working there because you can't discriminate against someone based on their age for a job
1: no nah, i figured it out well no because that's you know how i do right when i talk to people i don't I, I, whenever I talk to anybody, especially if it's one-on-one, we cross borders. Right. We, will, we will drop barriers. Like I'm not interested in working for someone who's going to go, hi, welcome to the sterile interview yep. of wherever are not. Because I'm not going to get to know you or your company that way. Right. Whoa, vice shit. versa. Sorry. Well, yawns. But it's all right. Uh, it usually means topic change when you're yawning, man. Huh? It usually means a
0: topic change if you're yawning. No, it's not. Not because I'm bored. <laughs> I assure you.
1: Um. The next step is, of course, I, I can't avoid talking about Trump anymore. <laughs> it's no longer about him being just elected. It's about the latest
0: Trump. Yeah. We call, I, I call it the Trump moment. Yeah. Did you see what Dan Rather posted? Um, I, I kind of briefly read it over, but I didn't really. I just was like, oh, Dan Rather also doesn't like Trump.
1: First off, I didn't know Dan Rather had a Facebook account. No, neither did I. I had no idea. Brandon Wood found it, vetted it, guarantee. And then I looked at it, and it's freaking Dan Rather. It's well, there's over posts. a
0: billion people with Facebook, so, I mean, it makes sense.
1: Right. And then there's Dan Rather. There's his photo. No one else could have got that photo of him, I guess, when he first started. And, it, and I don't know where he is. I like to think he's on the steps of the White House or somewhere <laughs> political. I don't know. It looks, it looks official. He's, he's in a
0: very wooden sort of room.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> and a, a good, old, good old Mr. Rather goes down to dictate a, a statement made by Trump where basically, and I'm paraphrasing, he stated someone from the Second Amendment should take care of
0: Hillary. Right. It, it, was, it was essentially something to the effect of, you know, uh, there's not much anybody's going to be able to do about it. Well, maybe the Second Amendment people. There you go. And like made a sort of like veiled kind of like, eh, maybe you guys could shoot her, you know, do her in. Right. Which to any other time in history, that had been
1: caused to have Trump and chains. And let's have a talk, you know, let's have a chat. Right. Um, and, and people applauded him.
0: Well, it's because our country is full of fucking whack jobs.
1: You played whack job, and I hope at some point you throw in what we're talking about here. But people, you, Nate, just, Nate recently played today a British reporter who's
0: going around, a comedian too, isn't he? I, I actually don't. I, it was a British fella who I think was working for NBC, but he's just walking around like asking people what are his policies. like, right. What are Trump's policies? Can you tell me the person you support what his policies are? And nothing. N- n- he doesn't have any fucking policies. That's why nobody knows what his policies are. He has he, nothing. He literally is running for president and, uh, you know, is getting major support based on fucking buzzwords, on like nationalistic fervor, on, you know, scare tactics that like draw people in on a, like a it it's. It's given people who have ignorant, racist, uh, you know, exclusionary sentiments. It's giving them the opportunity to again go, it's okay to be this way. Where, I, where, like, the, the last 10 years or so, the, our country has essentially said, like, these behaviors are not acceptable. Right. They're not okay. You cannot have these. You can't think this way. You can't behave this way, but that didn't stop these people from harboring those thoughts. But what it, what has happened is that you're seeing something
1: and you touch on something I wanted to get to. We'll, we'll just get to it. That very mentality brings up a striking point. The contrast of, well, people we will just, it's not actually this, but we'll say the democratic way is the, is the common belief that everybody has a fair shake. Everybody has a fair opinion. It's equal for everyone. Everyone will have a chance. Everyone, everyone, everyone. Everyone wins. Everyone gets promoted. Nobody fails in school, Right. That's, that's the way. Problem is, is that folks are finding there are a lot of policies that putting put in place that do not support that. No. Where it's literally devouring this country's resources. It's, it's dividing lines. It's showing a definite, I, I'll say it, a north-south mentality. Yeah. It's definitely there. And Trump represents this order. And I have to say it. It is order if you're a blind, deaf, dumb pig. <laughs> if you decide it, yes, I will blindly follow this guy because he has the best WWE quotes. <laughs>
0: Right? That's that's what that, it is. It literally is like every time he does an interview or makes a speech, it's like he's cutting a promo. <laughs> like I, I'm going to take the Mexicans, and I'm not going to let them be here, and the Muslims going to leave, and then we maybe Mexico, we are some, you listening? I don't know about Hillary, but what do you think about Hillary that maybe you could do? I'm going to build a wall so
1: big right. no Mexican can climb. I,
0: and let me articulate for a moment here. This isn't the... Uh, whack off to Hillary Clinton being president session at all because she is she's evil on a different type of degree we've had long conversations about this off microphone but she is a grand manipulator she she is definitely number one my my earlier third theory about like eh, I'm pretty sure like the Democratic Party like promised her this yeah like that's no bullshit like that's not even a theory anymore that's fucking plainly blatant like, it's a fact. Here's a person who promised another guy the vice presidency if he stepped down as the head of the Democratic National Committee and then took the fucking head of her uh, previous, uh, um, what you call... Uh, Administration? Yeah, her her campaign. The, the previous head of her campaign and got her appointed as the fucking head of the Democratic National Committee. And there are literal fucking emails going like, eh, we're going to put you there. Like, fuck anybody else. Fuck what the people voted for. The big, the big sort of con here is that we as individuals, we don't really vote for the president. But at least when we vote in the Democratic, or, or, or when, we, when we vote in the primary, at least then our vote counts. Clearly it doesn't count. Because when you have the head of the fucking committee, who's solely dedicated to making sure that her friend takes that nomination, where does the vote count? The primary fucking election is now a complete sham. It was completely rigged. Right.
1: And the fact that it was completely rigged, the clear favorite for presidency was Bernie Sanders by the people, by a long shot. There's all sorts of media to back it up. There's all sorts of you name a website there are people talking about this dude no, not only has clear yeah. concise policies and changes he's making the guy freaking walked marched with martin luther king right that's all i gotta say if anybody knows about when there was civil strife and turmoil he lived through it yep. he has an idea he knows politics he knows them right he wasn't married into them you know and let me take let me not take away from hillary she learned politics because that's how she rigged what she got so far she learned how the game is played. Oh yeah, it's, and, and,
0: and the dirtiest plays ever. It's like Machiavellian politics. It's Correct. Like, it's like completely, not to batter a word that doesn't really have that meaning, but it's completely draconian. It's like all kinds of shades of fucking house of cards. Like we got to, you know, Bill and, was and, president, and now why why she gets to be.
1: That's the question that people should be asking: Why Obama? Why Hillary? And the only thing I can tell you is, is because. Our nation, our government is trying to do something. It's not a conspiracy. Our political half is trying to accomplish something without us looking too deeply into it. Obama had two terms back-to-back where clearly the Democrats wanted Obama to win back-to-back. right? And when he got in, it was to quiet us for some unknown reason. And from my I understand, look at what you've lost since Obama's been in office. Nothing more important than what anybody can feel is the loss of government funding in your very home. The fact, unemployment. They redacted and pulled that back. There are millions of people in a jobless area, uh, particularly Illinois, who were living, you know, check to check, trying to make it happen because they're, quote unquote, overqualified or can't find what have you have kids, don't have kids. And the government was able to claim during Obama's time, oh, hey, we're broke. We can't afford to take care of our people. Right. And so they pulled that money back, but then turned around and borrowed from China billions. Right. And still got it, still. And I'm not even brought from China. They were written. Or what is it increase their debt amount? Just because? Uh, because America's good for it, right? No offense. If I get so much as thirty dollars negative in my bank account, they shut that sucker down. <laughs> they don't go. Well, right, Bob's had right. over forty thousand right. dollars in this given six month period, so he's good for thirty. And it would be true. But no, I'm not America. So there's there's that. And why I say all this is because. Now you're looking at that's what Obama's done, right? Because that's cuz I'm saying it cuz you can directly go and look right now since 2013 that is what has happened for every state in the union is the government's pull back from supporting its people. The second thing that you can note is that okay, so Hillary wants to get in and it's rigged
0: right from her end and she wants in bad. My question is why? Right. What what is a why does someone want to be in a position where they're Technically, they're making less money uh, doing that job than they were doing speeches on Wall Street. Why would you give up that freedom to have this position? Why? Because it allows you the ability to line your friends' pockets. It allows you to have the ability to exercise power on a scale that is unheard of
1: that nobody um, knows about.
0: Yeah, right. It's ridiculous. It's it's a it's a sham. We were talking earlier about corruption, about like the type of person it takes to hate someone that comes here from a different country because they want to better their lives or escape corruption. Right. And we were talking about Mexico and like someone coming from Mexico is trying to flee from a system that is overtly corrupt from top to bottom, from the street sweeper to the president it's a country where not only is it corrupt it's overtly corrupt and they will kill your fucking ass for exposing it our country is covertly corrupt it's a facade of everything is okay these are just little issues we just need to iron out you you know continue to go to work watch tv play with your phones and be pokemon complacent. go right be complacent because uh you know we're number 1 we've been we've been sort of Put into a position where even if we did have some sort of you know like revolution in this country, half of the population would never even know about it. Wouldn't even be in shape to do it. Right? They wouldn't be in shape to do it, and they'd go, "Ah, well, I've got I've got a good four hundred one k, so I can't I can't fuck with that." I I, I never you know. vomit more. I never vomit more in my soul than when I hear somebody
1: talk about their four hundred one k and how comfortable they are where they're at. Because let me explain something, and I'll try to keep this under two minutes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if the sole purpose of your life is to you know, be born, get married, have kids, have a six-figure job and retire in it, then die and pass everything on to your kids, you are no different than the common cold. You are no different <laughs> than the amoeba. What right, is the point right. of your existence? You're literally proving that, human, that Darwin's not only correct, but that human beings have lived past their time at right. that point. You have nothing to say to me uh, it, on that level. To me, it's a very, fall.
0: it's a very narrow viewpoint. Um, it's a very narrow perspective, and it's not one that I share because uh, I'm not concerned about saving for my retirement. I don't want to enjoy <laughs> my life when I'm fucking half dead. Okay, when I when I don't have to work anymore, motherfucker. Like the idea and the concept of like working until you're 65. And I apologize for anyone I I coincidentally called a motherfucker, but. You get my point. Like The idea of working towards your retirement and working until you're the age of 65 and then, uh, what, collecting some sort of Social Security or, or living off of your 401K or your savings. Which they're trying so, to take so, away. Right. So at that point, you can enjoy it. That's a relatively recent development. That's an industrial revolution development. Human beings aren't meant to work and toil to... Like, for what? what? What is your life? Uh, go to work. Bust your ass for somebody else's dream. Get off work. Drink a bunch of beers. Uh, go home and drown your brain with fucking flashy entertainment and reality shows and stupid fucking news television. They have, they
1: have proven the development of children into better rounded human beings comes from one parent being at home with them for the majority of their childhood, sharing in that lifestyle, but not just the one being there only. But the other parent coming at a decent time, i.e., yes, they went out and did eight hours. But then they came back and they participated in the child's events and sports and what they thought, punishments, what have you. Because it taught the child safety, thought processes, let them grow in a safe environment to become a decent human being. And when you live that industrial lifestyle of, nope, it's to wake, work, sleep, 401k 401k right and i am not against the concept of 401k save a nugget have a nugget later on fine it works but i am against someone saying if you don't make enough we can't talk <laughs> yeah the, because because no offense i i want to put this in perspective mm-hmm. all right who you're listening to right now my voice robert Baden. i'm an individual who when you tell me how much richer you are than me i pick you up by your neck <laughs> and I take away all sense of control and power you thought you had as a life lesson, and I show you that your life can be snuffed by the poorest of the poor if it comes down to it. No, and it, that's, and what do you have then? That's definitely correct. You don't have nothing. And and why I make that point is because that's the type of wake up people need now
0: in our society. I I don't necessarily disagree with you. I, I feel like uh, especially when when you talk about like. Uh, younger generation, 16, 17, 18-year-olds, not oh, yeah. that I advocate beating anybody, but I do feel like when we grew up, there was... Oh, wait, I, sorry. I'm not
1: advocating violence. I'm just saying that it would take something that shocking.
0: Right. In in a hypothetical sense, and, and and let me let me preface before I say this. I am not nostalgic about the fucking past. I don't think the past was any better. I just think the system has become more firmly entrenched in, in its... its Extended goals now, but I feel like... Well, no, you said it earlier. Covert.
1: Right. They got better at hiding it. Right. Oh, and a beautiful point you made, and I agree this 100%. You said, back in the day, civil rights days, media was not being paid...
0: Yeah, the, the, this is this is really the crux of the situation. The getting, people paid the news, right? The the news organizations when when this country was going through like civil rights and riot, or race riots, and and you know there were, uh, you know the Equality. riots in, in Watts and like the Vietnam War, the news media had, uh, a, it 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 acted as if it had uh, an obligation. To show people what was going on in their world, um, at least that's that's my perspective on the situation. It's not a
1: perspective; it's a fact. Dan right. Rather
0: came. We right. mentioned him. He came from that era. Stand up
1: guy. Right. What does he do? News. His sole point is to report. Right. You weren't here. We were. This is what happened. Be aware of what goes on in your country. Right.
0: And and now there are things that that happen. At the Democratic National Conventions, the Republican National Conventions, all these different summits, the G8 summits and all this shit where I believe personally there's just as much civil unrest today as there was then. But the problem is our news media no longer reports on that because they're no longer working to report the news to the general public. They are no longer in the business of telling you what's happening. They are in the business of selling news as a... As a property, they're selling business, selling news as a product. Because, and this is part of the problem, I'm
1: not, I'm not defending them in the slightest, but you can see part of the problem, internet. Yep. The fact that YouTube, mass media, smartphones, cameras everywhere, this has enabled so much to be on the net that really the concept of you relying on the news to get your news is a little outdated. Right. However, it's not in terms of professionalism, unbiased opinion, meaning if they held to the, that criteria there would be a purpose for them like right. it's great you caught on film on your smartphone a cop in in a brawl battle with a couple of of no good nicks it seems in a bad neighborhood and it, and hopefully in tra- or un- <laughs> i hope it didn't end in a tragic shooting but these days it would and you know what occurred and someone's going to put up their police brutality however someone the news might go you could say that except we caught and did a full disclosure. This cop is the third cop on the scene because the other two got beaten half to death. Right. You know that's there's details that we miss out on, and we do it all the time, right? right? You'll get into an argument with someone because you just read on MSN or CNN or wherever or Fox that this is what happened on this specific tragedy or whatever this event, right. and something needs
0: to be done, but they don't give you the full story. And, and it's because there is there is no. There's, there's no precedent any longer for people to present an entire story. Every fact is peppered by the opinion of the provider. All bias. Every, every video that you see where someone's getting shot or every video where there's a, there's a cop or every video where there's a bunch of people rioting, every, every one of those is presented in a way that um, it's, it's literally representing the presenter's bias. It's it's a series of glaring facts because the news is learned, what marketing has always known:
1: bias sells. Yeah, for every opinion that you strive to having solely that opinion, there is a bunch of counter opinions. But right. as we know, bad publicity is still publicity publicity excuse me right so you're still going to get tons of people knowing about your product or what you're trying to say
0: right it's just like when uh and you've dealt with this i'm sure working in like technology it's just when a person comes up to you and they go oh well i went online and i found a 100 people that have this problem and it's because you went online looking for people to confirm your problem every opinion or every ignorant perspective that you have you can go online and find 10,000 people that share it. There's going to be a forum somewhere. Right. You can always find people that are going to affirm your bias, affirm your ignorant thoughts, affirm your hatreds, affirm your, your ignorance. It, it, so when you go looking for it, you're going to find it. And so
1: it brings us full circle, right? Now we're to, here's, here's how the government, in our opinion, I don't even want to say government.
0: No, and this isn't a I'm fucking not, conspiracy right. thing. I'm not going to shout on that. I just not, feel like uh, systematically, everything is look, sort of designed towards uh, it's it's look right. It's it's a-
1: if two guys on a couch with two mics on a podcast can sit and go, "Did you read this? Yeah, I read it. Did you see where that came from? Sure did. What was this? Oh man, it's this. Is reported. They outright admitted it. Right. And you're looking at it, and then we and then like we go to tell somebody, and somebody's like. Oh, well, that doesn't sound right. It shouldn't. You should have the reaction like, oh, my God, we wouldn't have rigged a Democratic anything. <laughs> Except we did. Right. It happened. I'm, well, fuck, we, she, they. Right. They're the ones who did it. And it goes even more insidious than that. Because when you think about it, we're mentioning how, where the news went in that long detail there to bring you to this to our viewpoint, which is the government now owns the media
0: yeah. in terms of their outlook. I, I firmly believe um, that a, uh, a conjoining of opinions does not require a conspiracy. That things eventually naturally congregate in a certain way that benefits a certain group of people. Uh, you know, I don't. I'm not. I don't believe in Illuminati. I don't believe in Bigfoot. I don't. You know, I don't buy in for any of that shit. But you cannot look at our system today and go, "Yeah, this is a system that is designed to work for me as a person or work for me." And my family, it is a system that is designed to keep you divided, to keep you hostile towards people that aren't like you, to keep you dancing and singing while, you know, the 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 country is not for you. You are an inhabitant of it and you are a nuisance that is a, a necessary evil, right? We have to deal with you because you're a person, because where else are we going to sap income and work and, you know, what, what are you working for? You know, I mean, that's that's that. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm working for. What's that? Uh, I'm working for Internet. <laughs> you want to
1: roll to this. And I know you do, but it's an old drum. <laughs> right. Everyone in the Chicagoland <laughs> area knows
0: about the tyranny of Comcast. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I decided to call this today. Is funny. I decided to call today and go, hey, you know what? I want to lower my bill no big deal you know i'm paying like 130 bucks a month for my tv and my internet and i don't need tv because we don't watch fucking tv
1: we watch netflix amazon and the rare occasion i'll do
0: xbox video because right. they send me credits there's like an hbo go that i got and that's like the one benefit i have Of and the we cable. only used it for freaking uh for game of thrones, game of thrones right. but
1: then watch the wire and everything else because oh yeah it was there we were paid right.
0: for it right I watched a couple of movies. I watched Straight out of Compton the other day. That was a movie I hadn't seen and I I enjoyed. So HBO Go has its value, okay? For nothing else than Game of Thrones, it has its value. Creed was good, too, by the way. Me and my sister watched it. I didn't see it, it. but yeah, I'll definitely have to check it out. Me and my sister watched it. It was glorious. So I call him up, and I'm like, yeah, I want to get rid of my TV service. And the first thing that she tries to do is she tries to sell me fucking home phone service. And I'm like, lady, there is not a fucking chance under the sky that you're going to convince me in any world that I need home phone service in a, in a time and place when I have a device I can put in my pocket and take with me anywhere I want to go and I can get phone calls on it. Why the shit would I want to pay for something that just sits on the wall and all it can do is get phone calls. There's no, there's no hope in hell. So I'm like, do me a favor. Don't try to sell me on home phone service. And then she persists to try to like convince me, like I have zero brain capacity, that home phone service is something I should want. So I'm like, no, I don't want that, and I'm calling to reduce, not increase. I don't want more, I want less. And she's like, well, after looking, uh, the service that I would suggest to you is the one that you have already. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I want to spend less. So how about this? How about we just get rid of the TV (laughs) and we keep the internet service? Oh well, if we get rid of your TV service, it would be more expensive. And I'm like, what? Yeah, because you have a bundled package. If we get rid of your TV service, your plan actually goes up to 149 a month. And I'm like, what? Where does that make sense? <laughs> In what world does that make sense? And what was the fucking <laughs> the the thing Adam said who won't get on a podcast? Adam's,
1: Adam's quote, man. Hey, Adam, you up? No, he's not fake being asleep. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> all right, he's not fake being asleep, all right? Adam said and I quote, it's like going to McDonald's and saying, Yeah, I want this uh, or no going to Burger King and saying, Yeah, I want a Whopper, but no tomato. And they tell you, and I quote, All right, but no tomato, now I'm gonna jack
0: up your price by ten bucks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'd like to substitute my French fries for onion rings. Well, we can do that, sir, but what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to charge you an early termination fee. And so you don't <laughs> like the original combo, so that's gonna be right. twenty bucks. Right. So we're gonna charge you two hundred dollars so that you can pay more money and get less hmm that's really fucked up so i'm like all right why don't you do me a favor and tell me what's a less expensive internet package i would like to pay less than i'm paying now i want to pay less than a hundred dollars less meaning less than less meaning um if
1: i I have two i now want one less meaning
0: turning the volume down less meaning less me interrupting i there i have five and i want four right and uh She's like, well, you're using the 105 megabyte internet package. And I'm like, okay, uh, sure. So what's, a, what's one that's less than that? She goes, well, we have a 10 uh, megabit internet package for 59. And I'm like, so you just said I'm using 105 megabit. That's my package. There's a 10 megabit. That seems, a, that seems like an appropriate change. <laughs> right, that's mm-hmm. the adjustment. Right, right. That's, that's where we're going to go with that. Well, you know, your current package, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "Okay, so what's up from that?" Well, there's a 25 megabit package for 69. And I'm like, "Okay. What is the next step lower <laughs> than 105 megabits?" Well, that's that's $89. That's 75 megabits. And I'm like, "Oh, that sounds great. Okay, I think I can deal with a, with a cut from 105 megabits this, per second. This woman's delusional. Right. Like, she did not listen. No, she didn't give a fuck, because her job is not to give you less. Her job is to sell you more. Because they don't give a fuck about their customers. They give a fuck about adding more services. They give a fuck about additional revenue. They're a business. Of course that's their fucking progress. And they're Comcast, so they're notoriously fucking assholes. So I don't give a shit. So I'm like, all right, cool. Well, that sounds like a good idea. Um, Let's go ahead and switch that out to the 75 megabit. Because at this point, I'm dead set on paying less than $100 a month for this. I need internet. Every fucking person should have a right to internet. And we game a lot in the house. So we need a faster speed. We can't fucking be dropping connection every five minutes. And she's like, all right, well, let me just go ahead and I'll assess your early termination fee. And I'm like, hold up. So I'm under contract? Yeah, you're under contract. Okay, so how long am I under contract for? Until December. And I'm like, why are we having this conversation? Right. Why wouldn't you lead with, you're under contract? Uh, All of that, you're under contract, sir. Why are you pissing me off and making me exercise my don't don't yell at this person because they're doing their job uh, voice? Like, I'm... I'm angry and <laughs> and also, I hate you as a person because you work for Comcast, but I'm not going to take it out on you, so I'm being as kind as possible because I understand but why do you care Why would you make me go through all that shit when you knew I was under contract? Why wouldn't you just lead with before we get started? I just want to let you know your plan is under contract, so before we make any changes, you may want to be aware. If you cancel, if, if you adjust, I ain't canceling. That's what fucks with me. I'm not canceling shit. I just want to adjust my plan. Right? Oh, well, we have to charge you a fee to terminate. What? It doesn't make any sense. It makes no fucking sense. They're just criminal. Right. It's, it, it is literally They're... an industry where they are criminal and they've created an environment where that's allowed. Because there's nowhere they, else to go. It's not they created it; they've been allowed. Right. Well, they've definitely uh, perpetuated. Right. Like, Here's where my
1: conspiracy starts. Every government employee gets free Comcast, <laughs> so you can't say anything. <coughs> no, they're, uh It's not just that. Because like, are even USPS, United States mm-hmm. Postal Service, is garbage. Yeah. My sister, you were here when I got back on Monday. Right. My sister on Tuesday goes. Um, you forgot some toiletries, you know. I forgot my razor and stuff because I didn't. I kind of drug myself back to Illinois, you know. I ho hummed it, right? And, and I, you
0: left at like fucking what, like midnight or one o'clock in the morning, right? Or like, like, like I should
1: have had my stuff packed, and for the most part, I did, but I forgot some stuff. And I was like, I'll replace it. Don't worry about it. And my sister, my beautiful, gorgeous sister, is refuses to let me spend anything really, and so she's like, Nope, I'm mailing it to you, and I'm doing it. It's literally one day air, okay what is it that was tuesday right so it should have gotten you by wednesday it should have gotten me by wednesday by close at the latest no call nothing so thursday rolls around thursday rolls around and i hear this random this doorbell ring and i'm like okay it's got to be her our mail ladies is you know the same chick we've been dealing with i get up and go to the door and i open it and there's nobody there like casper the fucking ghost right and i'm like did we just get ding-dong ditched i haven't had that in forever and I get to looking around, and I'm like, there's no mail truck outside. And I'm like, did I hear it? I only know I did, because the party I'm on in Xbox goes, yeah, dude, we heard the doorbell ring. Okay, I'm not insane. And so, unless those guys are in my head. Okay, <laughs> is, in that case. Which is possible. So, I'm like, on a whim, like, hello? And I hear this disembodied voice coming near the steps. She's like, oh, hey, I just wanted to hear somebody's home. So, I'm going to go back down to the truck, and I'll be back with your box. It's going to be a few. All right, sugar. I'm like, what? I said, it's going to be a few. What? I'm right here now. Where's what truck? There's no truck. It's because I don't park it over here. I park it all the way over there on the other end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you're going to get the truck to bring a package to me that you could have brought because I'm right here. Right. Her quote, don't tell me how to do my damn job. All right. My bad. I shouldn't have pushed it. I stand by the door, 15 minutes goes by, (laughs) nothing, 25 minutes goes by, I'm now pissed, I'm now standing in this door because I'm convinced, I now have to find her post office and blow it up. Because, because verbally, verbally. No, verbally, right, verbally. <laughs> nobody, nobody. Allegedly, <laughs> if if you know me, my things come in totalitarian explosions. Okay. Yes. In, in my world, the Incredible
0: Hulk represents everything, so he would blow it up. Yes. Therefore, I would. Yes. But if you haven't learned by now, hyperbole right. is a big thing on this show. So and
1: look it up. So it's like, what's hyperbole is. So yeah, I'm there for over forty five minutes, standing by my door, waiting for right. Doesn't show, I'm pissed. I get my shoes on, I'm chilling over by the thing, and I said, You know what? I'm gonna do some yoga. New thing, sister got me a DVD, hadn't done it that day, so let's do some yoga, do some breathing, find my center, because clearly I'm not on it. <laughs> open and, your chakras. And let's, let's just, yeah, open some chakras, pop some tops for some enlightenment, and just calm down. <laughs> I get it going, I have it on, I'm chilling. Right as I'm about to be in the zone, as I call it, beginning the weird-ass stretching. It's still weird, but effective. Of course, the doorbell rings an hour and 15 minutes later. And I'm like, what the fuck? I get up and I go to the door and I open it. She goes, hey, can you sign this, please? And I'm looking at it. It's to confirm I received the package and that it was on time. Right. Let me rephrase this. Follow along. Tuesday, it was sent in the morning. Should have been here Wednesday the latest. It's now Thursday, nearest five o'clock. And it's five o'clock she rang the doorbell like three forty five or whatever. Or in, you know, just off, off her rocker, right. right? And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not gonna sign it. And I'm looking at it, and she goes, Well, there's nowhere on there for you to do anything on look, you weren't on time. She goes, Well then if you don't sign it, then it's I didn't I gotta take the package. So I put the package on the counter on the inside, and when I put on, not on time is what i wrote on there she didn't even look at it she just went
0: okay thank you clicked and moved on yeah they don't give a fuck well and that, that's the thing too like the fucking post office uh that's that's gonna come to an end in a couple of years for sure especially with the ability Amazon, for ups right, you you have all these other companies who FedEx. are private companies and government don't give a fuck about the post office i heard uh I, I heard one time they was talking about stopping sending letters on Saturday, because I have no idea where I read that, but that's probably a thing I read. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I love it when we can talk about things and we have no frame of reference to go. Uh, uh, this is, I was
1: a, a uh, so let me tell you the thing. I believe that we you start doing podcasts. Hold tonight. that thought? I
0: got to pee. I got to pee real bad. All right, do that. So give me a few minutes. I had nothing to talk about. So, you know, a no, few I mean, minutes. Talk. I'll just edit it all right, good. So, are you planning on? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, no Man's Sky. That's just on PlayStation and PC, right? I don't even know
1: if it's on Xbox. I, I could have swore they all, they were talking about on E3 that No Man's Sky was announced, which means it's going to be on Xbox.
0: It no has to, especially sky. if they put it
1: on PlayStation. I can't imagine them excluding it here's the thing about no man's sky i've heard about it and if it's just space exploration and the unique thing is it's generated by an ai with sophisticated algorithms and blah 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 yep. yeah well, so i'm flying around
0: in yeah windows and playstation 4 i'm flying around in jiggly poof yeah i don't i don't uh particularly care about the whole space exploration aspect of it like i don't i don't even care honestly like whatever i get to go and visit a planet and But the 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 reason why I was bringing it up was the shit we were talking about last night, like the concept of like if we can create an entire universe that has its own laws and Do you know why that's weird? Why did you hear me out there? No.
1: All right. When you go back and edit this and you listen to like look for the sound waves to kick Uh in, I was literally talking about alternate realities.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is why it's weird. (laughs) Just saying. That sounds like a fucking dead pig. I can't I can fucking like a limpid pigeon that yeah, like, went by the <laughs> But uh, you know it it draws into question of uh do we live in a computer simulation? I just think it's an interesting topic. And it's one we've already discussed, so I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. But uh yeah, I don't I really actually have only seen like 10 minutes of the gameplay. And I was just like, it looks like you fly to a place and you like collect rocks. I don't, I don't understand. It's more interesting to talk about it than it is going to be to play it, right? I, my big problem with video games in general and where the video game industry seems to be going, it seems to be replicating the menial tasks of life. Like I play this game where I, I run around and I mine things. Oh, like you you have a job and then you come home and you play your pretend job, right? Where you 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 cultivate coins and like you. You mine or you you cut hair to collect. <laughs> like, it, we'll play No Man's Sky if I'm mining a planet and I can get bitcoins put into my account mm. based on what I find. I'll play the hell out of some No Man's Sky. Yeah. The one thing that I thought was kind of funny was that supposedly it is a game where it's a it's an online game and it's a multiplayer game, but quote unquote the likelihood of you encountering another player is. Uh, close to nil because of how big the game is. But, like, launch day, there were already people that were like, yeah, we're in the same, the exact same location, and I can't see the other player, so they may have lied. Yeah, They, they may have legitimately lied. Uh, that remains to be seen. We'll find out as the news reports on something that doesn't fucking matter. But, what what is it that uh, indicates life. If if you can create a universe where there are rules and logic, and there's all these mathematical algorithms that govern everything that happens on this planet or in this world, in this universe, w- w- how is that different than the real
1: world? So, so to answer that question, one would have to deconstruct life itself. Mm-hmm. Like the antithesis of life is an end, right? Is death. So. If to not exist is simply
0: what? To cease to be, I suppose. Right,
1: cease to be, eyes closed, you're out. The argument can be made, then every night, billions of people, trillions of people go to sleep and technically die because they don't dream. Well, You you impacted nothing, right? Right. So consciousness, then, is what we're discussing. The lack of conscious
0: thought Mm -hmm. would be the end to a human's existence. Right. But a human's exclusively. Right. Or, or is it? So, so we think. It, so, is it from the, our narrow perspective?
1: Is it the blood flowing through us? Is it the heartbeat? Or, or is it the brain? And that the and the brain a set the balls, falls, right? Who knows? But the fact is, when you think about alternate reality or or different existence, the one the one thing that matters to me is that the moment you have the ability to think that way is the moment I know I'm dealing with a deep and real person who is not vain. Right. And this is why anybody capable of looking outside themselves and saying. Ah, this can't be the real reality, you know because this doesn't make sense. that doesn't make sense is a person who doesn't care if you're eight to eighty, blind, crippled, or crazy doesn't care because it's irrelevant, beauty's irrelevant, mm. your fitness level's irrelevant. it comes down to your intellect, your capacity to want to learn, want to know, your hunger to go beyond right and that's why I like discussing alternate realities or when you bring it up, I'm never sick of hearing it because it's did you discover something right. I never want to qu- squash that where it's like, you know, I don't want to stop it. I don't want to stifle it because who knows? You know right. what I mean? And,
0: and, and then, you know, at the same time, it's like you, you, the more you sort of dig into that, the more like you end up coming away with your mind a little bit blown. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like the, like the concept that like inside of all of us and all the workings and functions of us, there are things so infinitely tiny that are required for our existence. Like we're all just a bunch of vibrating atoms. And at the same time, like there is there is that uh, I am not microscopic high for this, right. There's that mi- keep yeah, right. There's there's that, that microscopic existence that we can't even see. And then we are so small in comparison to the universe that like we're essentially atoms to the universe. And then it's like, are we the atoms of some other being? And also, are the creators of No Man's Sky gods? No.
1: <laughs> no and no is the answer to both. I, uh, I really think that our existence consists of just, just being. Right. That's it. And anybody to say otherwise is full of shit. That the, the aspect of collecting funds, just collecting money, I uh, what'd you do today? I made ten and a half million dollars today. I made all of the the money. Really? Because it looked like to me you sat in the couch by the computer and just hit yes (laughs) to the positive. Because like really, you accomplished much today. You know, I always felt that my mother and and many mothers, not just mine, but I can speak from mine's perspective and my sister, they do way fucking more than anybody on Wall Street, right? right? They supply, they nurture, they they make sure you're okay. They take care of their own. That's that's relevant, right. and I feel on the man half of the equation of the traditional nuclear man-woman-wife type, husband-wife relationship, we're lacking. Because there's no war for us to go get into. No. There's no there's no man on man combat violence for any purpose. We're not raiding anymore. Right. A little, we, we don't do
0: nothing. A little secret about me, I'm a big fan of entropy. I'm a big fan of the system constantly breaking down towards the uh, ineffable end the conclusion okay. when, when everything cools and becomes a salad. Like, <laughs> I like I like entropy. I like it when I like to watch people try to fight against a system that there's only one conclusion. There's only one conclusion to life. We're born and we begin to decay. We grow and we begin to decay. And eventually, all this is going to end. And we're only here for a very faint breath of existence.
1: And we fight for that existence. Right. Right. But here's the thing life wasn't hard enough. So we designed two systems to struggle through. One being your physical, vain, whatever bullshit of who's better, who's not. Right. That's the first hub. And we all learn that young. Right. Then the second hump becomes classist. Who makes enough? Right. Who has the right to have the money to have kids? Who, are, You know what I mean? And yeah. then even that went out the window because life said, fuck you. The poorest of the poor can have kids too. right? And they do it more often. Because
0: fucking is fun and it's free.
1: There it is. And so this chaos that has been created and we've kind of inherited, that's how I see it, by the way. As of the generations before us, like to me, the 60s was, holy shit, we're right. all equal. Right. Holy shit, there's really no difference between us. Oh, my God. We'll do more drugs. Why? Because we discovered all this today. We might as well see what we learn tomorrow. All right. all right. And then we had such breakthroughs in technology and thought and whatever, and we see the birth of that. And now as it's cooling, I like how you put that, entropy, it's cooling. We're now in this point to where what are we going to do with all of it? Right. And now that we have it all, we're saddled with what psychotic, sociopathic bastard are we going to be saddled with that's going to head our nation? Right.
0: You know what I mean? I feel like if you... the, The thing that's the most fun to me is to look at, like, towns and cities that have been abandoned. Because everywhere... Every person that lives in a place, those people... Some people are getting hired to do it. Some people are doing it because that's the place that they own. But they're constantly struggling against, like, nature reclaiming what they have. Like, every city exists because... There are people that are constantly fighting against it, falling to disrepair. And if you go and you look at places that have been abandoned, abandoned hospitals, abandoned towns, all that shit I just said, you see, all it takes is a few months. (laughs) All it takes is a solid six months of neglect and everything just starts to fall apart. And it's like this system of confinement the way that we live our culture today cities and and society it's literally just people swimming against the tide that's all it is these right. these things they don't want to even exist the moment you build something it starts to break it's true you know rain hits it it starts to rust Wind blows and and shit flies off. I, to so, me, I just find that entertaining.
1: Right, and what we're, we're pointing at, and what we're pointing, at, I just want to make it clear. Someone thinking might be like, "What the hell are these guys talking about now?" <laughs> Simply put, Nate's sharing an idea that he, he said it already. He said in the very beginning, says he likes the concept of entropy. It's right. fascinating. Fascinating does not mean he knew the answer
0: to the universe. No, not at all. I don't know any fucking answers. I I wouldn't be so presumptuous as to assume I had any answer for anyone because that brings me to my true point which is like you get about 100 years, maybe 50, 50 solid ones, perhaps, you know, provided all things go right. But if you're lucky, super lucky, you might get 100 years. And you get 100 years to witness the passage of human history as we move and we grow as a single organism. But it's a weird organism because it's an organism that's constantly fighting against itself. It's constantly pursuing interests that are trying to kill it right and we've we've only existed on this planet for a blink a blink to the universe it's such a small period of time and when we're gone we won't know a fucking thing that comes afterwards and it's like like we're the we're the one assholes who got saddled with the knowledge that that's the case
1: and but here's that's also the the one hope right that's the one hope of every scientist everywhere that there's a point to it right here's the frightening fact that nobody ever wants you to look at when i was a kid i was told you think too much and because you think too much you're going to ask questions that your mind can't handle right now (laughs) you seriously you're going to get to a point to where you're going to have a very real and truthful thought that thought was what's the point of being here because it doesn't mean anything because we're all dead in the end that is a fact oh yeah 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 That, that is not a possibility it's a fact right
0: and everybody wants to leave a legacy right I would say the majority of people want to be remembered, yes. But you
1: want to leave a legacy because you want to matter. Right. You want there to be a point to your
0: existence just in case Right. this is all there is. I, 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 oftentimes I ask myself the question, out of all of the people that have ever lived, ever, how many of them are remembered by society as a whole at any given time? And let's look at it this way. Let's look at our society right now. What do you think of the percentage of people that are remembered are?
1: I would say the vast... here's I'm, I'm going to shock you with my answer. I think the vast majority of people are remembered. I think they're remembered by their descendants. They're remembered by their friends, their family. Right, individually. And they, will, and they live on in stories. Right. I, I find it fascinating that the storytelling art, which I'm gifted with, is something that was... It began with just words and memory.
0: Bob's got the gift of gab. And,
1: and later on... <laughs> We, we got all this media, we got all these recording devices, we got, we can write shit down, we can produce books, and still, the only way anyone truly lived on is in memory. Right. It doesn't matter what you're written on, because books can be lost. Sure, sure, yeah. It doesn't I, matter. I disagree with you. Or misinterpreted. Oh, yeah. So it comes down to the people who are still there to say who's what, that's yep. that, and this is this. And hopefully they're charismatic enough to pull it right. off. And it fascinates me, because you can't break it. You can't get out of that. Yeah. If old Uncle Bob didn't start telling you about uh, the relatives we had that we met when I was alive in my family, if I would tell my nephews one day, right, they would never know. Right, they'd have some weird photo of some weird white guy and some you know whatever hanging out in some far off foresty place, right, and I'd have to guess at what it is, right. And my point is answering your question because we're not really forgotten. I also think that a lot of times, even over the course of even over the course of decades our name changes, but it's still the same person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, sure. I, feel I can get behind that. something you said a long time ago, I thought about and I couldn't refute. And now I just feel this fact. The concept of individuality is because we don't want to acknowledge that no matter how individual you want to be, there's somebody just like you out there.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you are, uh, for, for all intents and purposes, you are a cog humanity. I, in my perspective, The existence of humankind is an organism. We're individual as a part, but we're all the same as a whole. Right. We all have virtually the same sort of drives, the same goals, the same wants, the same desires. There are slight variations here and there. But if you look at, at humanity's growth, if we were individuals there really wouldn't be any capacity for us to continue to grow. And that's the thing with entropy. Entropy is the death of old things, which leads to the birth of new things. You know, space exploration. If there was one or two or ten guys that were really smart at space exploration, once they died, well, that's never going to happen again. Right. So you have thousands of people who have the capacity to pass this on. It's a sort of a collective, and I, I feel like the internet proves that. The, the concept of memes, to me, is a great indicator that humanity is one pulsating organism.
1: It's something that no corporation will ever understand or ever get, because they always had to justify having managers. Right. Okay. And I feel this way, that we were all idiots, and then someone discovered the wheel. <laughs> Do you think someone woke up and said, hey, the wheel's good? Or do you think a series of people were looking around and going, well, maybe that gradually looks better than it did before? Right. And we're messing around in trial and error. The answer is yes.
0: And in all probability, what happened was a bunch of people probably invented the wheel around the same time. Right.
1: And we're not, the point being, it was a bunch of people. Right. It's never one dude had a wake up. Thomas Edison didn't wake up and have these wonderful
0: revelations. In fact, most of the time he fucking stole (laughs) ideas from other people. You got it. And co opted them into his own. Mr. Bell, you know. Right.
1: Every person who's invented something yes they were always considered breakthrough and revolutionary because they really got what everyone came right. up with but the point is, is we stand on the shoulder of giants right. that'll never change for the dawn of time it's it's us it's people the right. more people who work on a concept or idea the better off for you because each additional brain you're increasing the IQ and thus the chance right. that lightning strikes There's to rarely, have a discovery.
0: right. There's rarely any one single revolutionary moment It's often small alterations on a thing that already exists, a gradual sort of gain towards a new thing.
1: So if we can agree, and I'm going to ask you flat, do you agree that we only progress as a species when we as a collective try to accomplish something? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay, then why are we voting on Trump or Hillary? Right. (laughs) Right, It makes no sense. uh, That system doesn't make
0: sense to me. It doesn't make any sense for me to go, I'm going to let you lead me. We, I, I'm okay with you telling me what to do. These, I'm going to throw all my eggs in your basket. You just tell me what
1: I should do. Can I give you Bob's history real quick? Yeah. All right, so here's here's the history of the world according to Bob, at least for America. I'm online yesterday, and uh, these British guys in my in my geekdom, I'm playing Neverwinter, living it up, and it's a group of guild I got with, and they're all British, because apparently I'm, poppa- I'm super hot in Britain. That's just a given. I don't know why. It's proved online, but... These guys go, you know, Bob, you know, I technically own you. And I said, oh, d- oh really, do tell me, Crumpet 347. <laughs> it's like, well, Roberts, you see, this is the deal. We allowed you to leave and go and colonize the colonies, and that's why you're called that. <laughs> and I said, actually, know your history. We're crooks. <laughs> what, what do you mean you're crooks? You, you left. You, we, we allowed you to leave. No, we said, fuck the queen and all the royalty you represent because we're the majority. And we decided paying you taxes for fucking what? Right. Exactly. We're running out of room. But if we go anywhere, you want us to kick taxes to you for no reason. Right. And so we said, we're going to take these boats that we built and cobble together and take our families and put them on said boats. And sail into Poseidon's asshole. <laughs> and hopefully come out somewhere. We don't even know where we're going. We're just gone. Right. And we left. And you know what we found, Mr. Little Brinic, Little Crumpet 347? No, Bob, tell me. We founded what you call the colonies. And you know what you did? You said, son of a bitch. They actually went and did it. And now they, they owe us taxes. They owe us taxes for the whole time they're there. They, you owe us, and we're sending all military... all of our military all of them and you sent them and we're over there kicking rocks and doing our thing and learning what turkeys are and thanksgiving and hoka hey how how are you and they're scalping us whatever's going on you know we're trading maize for yeah it's you know it's a you know assorted we meet the natives which we can call the one peaceful nation existence of everything i've ever read or seen spirituality locked place in the universe check we came over and we're like, we weren't content, and so we're here. And we brought our weird god. How's it going? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, cool. You can stay there. It's a big world. And have that right there. Then the war came, and the natives went, wait a second. They're going to be kicking the shit out of you. They're going to be kicking the shit out of us. That's just a given. Yeah, that's about it. You know, those British guys. And you know what happened, Crumpet? Let me tell you what happened. The natives went, you fight like this, and they lose like that. Why? Because they haven't learned that lining up in a row and shooting doesn't work well hitting one dude right. alone. You're <laughs> wasting a lot. And and they died. And do your history. Look it up. There's bloody wars. I'm completely simplifying it. But in layman's terms, you don't own shit. No. You couldn't take us back. And now we own you. That's correct. The psychopaths of the known world, which is the United States of America, a 400-year country. The is, sleeping giant. Is the dominant military power ever known. And you, little crumpet 347, better hope that if if Trump gets elected, we're coming. You best believe, because you know what Trump's going to do? You know what I think? I think Britain owes us taxes. And he was like, <laughs> fuck me. I never thought of it that way. You really think, you really think Trump would do it? That's... Do I think (laughs) he's making Mexico build a fucking wall? Do I think he's going to do it? It's happening. And he supports the military. Oh, we are coming. They were just all sorts of, you know, that's my little history lesson. Because Uh, I don't know what they're taught there.
0: Like, I, I, I don't know what they're taught there either, but their life is so fucking dour and so meaningless that for fun, they'll call the police to have the paramedics come just so they can beat up the paramedics. So what does that tell you about the British fucking people? Anyways, I'm sure they're all fucking fantastic and wonderful, the f- but the majority of the British people that I've interacted with online are a lot like people from the Deep South. Yes. And not the friendly people from the <laughs> Deep South. Like, Oh, and they're not even like, these are people who, I mean, they're adults. They're adults with kids and houses and jobs. Right but their life we're talking about like honey boo-boo child deep south motherfuckers like like it's it's like a an island full of rednecks with no fucking teeth (laughs) that happen to have a fucking other weird funny accent and say weird fucked up shit Uh, 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 their slang is all fucking it's it's like greasy like they talk and it sounds greasy you know nathan but i love them what are you doing tonight boy chance
1: I'm scrumping a bump it. You're not fucking scrumping a bucket. You're getting online and you're recruiting as many people as we say. Because <laughs> we own you. Right. Because they're all
0: fucking Vinnie Jones. Every <laughs> one of them. Every,
1: it's, here's the thing. I do like them. There, I have far more good, good relationships, friends, overseas, international-wise mm-hmm. than I do not. And I have a bunch, apparently. Right. So uh, that's, that's neither here nor there. But I was pointing out because
0: I was tickled to hear the concept of your own. Okay. Yeah, it, it's really fucked up, like, as long as I've been playing games on Xbox Live, anytime I've interacted with British people, like, there's a reputation that Americans are smug, and they, you know, they, like, think that their shit doesn't stink, but... They confuse us with France. As soon as I fucking interact with, like, a British person, like, it's the, the go-to thing, like, fuck Americans, fuck you, you fucking yank, and you're like, dude... I could be from Canada. You have no fucking idea where I'm from, right? I just don't speak with your stupid fucking accent. So relax.
1: And I found Canadians I far and vastly get along with.
0: Oh, Canadians are awesome. They're they're Irish amazing. people are awesome too.
1: Irish, Irish, ironclad. I get along with Ireland so good. I'm positive if I go over there, I'm like, eh, I'm looking to start up. They're gonna be like, oh, would have a seat.
0: I do not, uh, not. I do not personally have any Irish friends, but every time I've ever met an Irish person, just like at work in general they're all the coolest fucking people like don't let shit get to them laid back you know good to fucking give you a good swat on the arm for fun i've got a couple and uh I, i'm not even
1: sad about it. i met them all through uh, media through online in some capacity and you get to know them and even online relationships relationship right and you get to vent with them talking with them ideas about how because you know you get the grass is greener when shit's going south where you're at right and they get that feeling that you talk to them and you're like look man it's no different wherever you're gonna go it's you know you just gotta look at what's worth it and what's not right now right you're stressed relax and their answer is always i'll go to the pub <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm sitting here going i should go to the pub right but over here it's an arm and a leg to go to the pub right and not only that but you have to deal with other people <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and it's segue i told you it was to talk about this I Okay, so I'm on the airplane back with Mr. Chris Tyke, and we can avoid whatever nightmare that was except for this. We're sitting next to this chick who, to tell you how soulless the new class of woman being bred in this world is, rather than her sully herself with having to share the same airspace as anyone else she's sitting nearby, she takes her hoodie, pulls it so hard up over her head, and tightens it all the way down, crosses her leg. I can't imagine how uncomfortable anyone would be crossing their leg for four hours straight. As if you were afraid Mm -hmm. someone was going to try to mount you in an airplane seat. Like she's right there to the side. It's like, well, it was Chris. No, I'm joking. (laughs) There it is. Right. And so we were friendly, Talked to her. It was no big deal. She was chill. And then when she wakes up, she always had this frightened look on her face. Like I kept looking at her uh, off and on because it fascinated me. Everyone else in the plane, they're listening to their head. We had a dude wearing a rice hat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This black dude had Naruto markings all over his little rice hat that he's wearing and wore it proudly on the plane. Came from a convention. We're thinking Gen Con, clearly. And he's just on the way home. He's just chill. But it was individuals, right? And you could see that because I people watch. Then there's this secluded, insular person. And I was like, someone took a shit in your soul. <laughs> they had to have, because I'm sitting here, I'm trying to figure it out. Here you are, 30,000 feet in the air, rocketing over 500 right. miles an hour to get to your destination. You're passing the Rockies, beautiful scenery, out to your window on your left. You're ignoring it all up in the clouds. And I could hear the club music she's listening to. And there was something about trance that makes shitheads. I don't know what it is. This Okay, so the house music, trance music, you kind of told me about... And I met a few, a person or two, mm-hmm. right, that was into this, and I tried to get into it for the life of me, right. I tried. As often, I tried because there was a girl involved.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I don't enjoy that stuff really at all. I, 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 I like some electronic music, but, like, what's going on right now, I'm not. But I'm going to remind you of an incident that's similar, okay?
1: Well, I'll state my theory, my, my stereotype, and I'll remind you of the incident. So I'm, I'm looking at this club girl. We, I go to a club, and you know, she wanted me to come to it. She wanted me to see her element, and it was called Castle, right? And if you've never been to Castle, have you ever been to Castle or seen it? Nate? No, I have, I have never been, nor have I ever seen. So Castle, when it was open, downtown, it's literally, that was the draw. It's a downtown club come to Chicago. And when you look at it, on the outside, they have a little Castle motif. No big deal. You expect that. And then there's all these glitz and glamour signs all around. And then it's like get in line and go in. And when you go inside, it's split level. Right. Right? And you can walk around and do whatever. They have girls dancing in cages and whatever. And there's just house music, trance, whatever they're playing, going everywhere. Right. And all they want to do is hand you flyers to promote other shows that are going on. But the whole point of why you're inside, it's drug deals. Right. If you were going there to check out Castle because it was allegedly a draw and you walked in, that's because you were into the drug scene. I'm going to call it as it is. That's what it is, hands down. You can score whatever you need to in Castle just asking, right? Right. I don't know how the police didn't bust this joint. The second thing is, is that the most fake, vain people I've ever seen in existence were at this club. Just there's no talking. Now, number one complaint you have from women about meeting guys, there's no real guys you can meet anymore. They're all liars. They're all superficial. They're all whatever, fake. And they only want one thing, Right. Which is sex? Okay. So, what is the girl doing at the club looking for then? You're going to a place where you know this is what's going on. Why are you at this place if that is not what you want? Uh, right. Yeah. It's because they're full of shit. That's exactly what they're looking right. for. They're looking for gym tan laundry guy. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean definitely. In, in a lot of circumstances, it probably could be the case. Uh, and and why not? I don't understand it. Like I'm completely like you're you're sort of filling me with a sort of... I didn't really know anything about, like... The closest I've ever gotten to going to a club... Was the boiler room. No. No, the, the boiler clume was The boiler room? The no. boiler room, I think, was more bar than club. I actually went to a place... I don't remember what it was called, but I went to a place where they did, like, bottle service. And that, to me, was, like, as club as I could get. But the, even that's a little bit different than what you're you're talking about. But that was very much like hey, come and pay $400 for a bottle of vodka and a bunch of shit that would cost you $20 to buy at the store. And when I walked in, they were like, you can't wear gym shoes in here. And I was like, that seems like an arbitrary rule that makes no fucking sense. But guess what? I'm going to wear my gym shoes (laughs) or I'm going to stay in the fucking limo. (laughs) And the guy's like, well, you just make sure that you tell your friends that they can't wear gym shoes. And I was like, tell them how. What's, What's what the, the fuck? like what am I, the authority on who wears gym shoes? Become the clothing monitor. Like really I like if I knew there was a fucking dress code before I came here, I wouldn't have fucking came. And so we go into this fucking place, and the thing that stuck out to me initially was there's all these like platforms, and all there's like these women in like big fluffy furry boots like dancing on these platforms. Right. And then there's just like all these people that are like the picture of douche. And they're like dancing and talking and like fucking, and there's there's nondescript shitty music playing. Was there a downstairs? I don't know if there was a downstairs because...
1: It really sounds like you were at Castle.
0: If, if you know, if it was Castle, it was before it was called Castle, because I know that wasn't the name of it. Right,
1: it's possible, because Castle it wasn't always the name.
0: Right, so, but when I go to a place like this where I'm around a, a bunch of, like, uncomfortable people doing really uncomfortable things that I don't enjoy, while being bombarded with music I don't enjoy listening to... I tend to be a corner dweller because if I'm in 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 an unhappy mood, if I'm in in an unhappy environment, and you start feeding me alcohol with Red Bull, I get funny and aggressive, but not in like a good way. All right. So like, I tend to just be like, eh, I'm gonna people watch because fuck these people, they piss me off. But the music is like it's it's just nondescript like rhythmic noise. Yeah, it's it's just it's so it's not my thing. So inevitably, when you go to a bar and Nate's at a bar, which is like once a fucking year, if that you'll probably find me outside smoking. (laughs) That's usually where, where you'll find me having a conversation with like three other people. I'm a social person, right?
1: And, you know, it, which, which is going to shock a lot of people. Well, I, actually, I am too, but it's hard to be social in a club full right. of banging fucking beats. I have anxiety being in a crowd. You know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being around more people than five, I have issue. Right. And to combat that, I just have at it. And when I go and talk to people to make myself more comfortable where I'm at, it bothers me the level of soullessness yeah. that I experience in a matter of seconds. Yeah. You know, right, people yeah. who don't realize that you shouldn't be fighting with your lover In the middle of public, go outside or go take care of your business Uh, or whatever.
0: All it does is it it kind of shows me like why we have reality television.
1: Well, it's yes, that that is the exact reason you have reality television. And the other aspect of it is, is that why do people emulate that behavior? Like see it and believe that that's the way to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's It's vanity. You see two attractive people arguing in public, suddenly you think you're going to be considered attractive if you do the
0: same thing? No, you're just sorry. Going to I you, was, but I was I was text messaging the, the intern, intern Liz, as we'll call her now, since that sounds very professional. Is she uh, No, she was like, oh, are you still doing a podcast at 3.30? And I was like, we're doing a podcast now. So you're welcome to come at 3.30, but we're doing it now. And she's like, oh, can I help you edit? And I was like, yeah, I was going to let you edit. <laughs> yes that was the goal. <laughs> yeah you, you don't need to help me I'm gonna help you <laughs> so
1: but no it's like a lot of this seems like um, I wanted to get this all this that we talked about so far on a podcast because to me they're good points they're damn good points because these are they're the points that are relevant because people will, will focus on a specific right yep. like Donald Trump said this or Hillary didn't say that but you know this is what she should have
0: need to turn that shit down
1: right just forget about it and look at you know the real issue
0: like We've given you a couple. I don't even need to get back into it. Just rewind. It's going to sound real hippie, but motherfuckers need to turn inward. You know, it's like I was talking about yesterday. Like, like I have felt over the course of my life that, um, you know, I've just sort of cluttered it. I've cluttered my life with stuff. And I, th- I feel like in all circumstances, less is more. Get rid of your shit. Stop taking pictures of your food and putting it on fucking Instagram. Stop. <laughs> telling us about the dumb shit you did on Facebook. Because your life is not that interesting. Nobody's life is that interesting. I don't care about the keys you made. I thought about it, and I think it's cool if you're like, I'm going to have
1: a dinner party. Guys, come over. Check out the spread. Right. And you take a photo of the stuff that you're going to be putting out right. there. And then, like, you know, before the food serve, you take another photo to show everybody, hey, this is what people are having. Why? It's your friends that you're showing right. it to, and your friends are... Inclusive,
0: right? Is what I'm saying. I I want to I want to get to the point eventually where the only way that you can get a hold of me is by paging me, and then I'll find a payphone and call you. Uh it's a bit much for me. It, 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 it is a bit much, but but I, like getting rid of internet on the phone, getting rid of all the shit that I that you know I'm I'm trying to get rid of, trying to fucking I'm not gonna throw it out because it's still valuable to me monetarily wise. I want to have that recuperation of what I put in, but like I feel like. This sort of Internet connectivity, it does help in some ways, but I feel like it also tends to alienate that we live in a lot of ways, a very voyeuristic life. We're living vicariously through what other people are doing. And it's like yesterday when I was going off point, you you went to a fucking restaurant and you felt that that was interesting enough to take a picture of and share with 500 people. And I'm over here going, you ate Nobody
1: ever anywhere gave two flying backflips. No. We're talking six
0: dick Don. Right. And 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 I'm going, okay, that was it? No, we didn't explain. I think we did we we briefly explained six dick don. I thought we were warming up. Are we gonna actually include that? Like Don It's not even a person. Like it's D A N. Right, right. You're you're this. You're instead of being like the fifth Don of Aikido, you're the sixth Dick Don. You're. It's it's above. You're the Don of six dicks. Yeah, it's
1: above black belt. So you You, mean third degree black belt? You're like third degree Don. You got
0: three dicks on each side of your arm.
1: Right. We came up with six Dick Don, and and we founded this exact number. Was it this morning, or was it last night?
0: i think it was this morning right, i think so it was right before we did the podcast so but we were talking about like grape flavored blowjobs so i don't know what the fuck but there was, was some up.
1: crazy shit but there was but we, i don't know why we just said six is enough that yeah. on the real if anyone ever told you to eat a dick because you offhandedly phrase,
0: you you offhandedly were like eh, fucking they could eat six dicks and i was like six dicks seems like the right number right it was pretty
1: specific eat. and finally it was the correct one and it's dubbed someone had to make the call we made it and so six Dick don made yeah. up there, which means you're the master of six, of six dicks. dicks. Yes,
0: <laughs> is the point,
1: and that's on the topic. It's better than saying you know eat all the dicks, right? But that still has its place, right?
0: Right. But all of the dicks in this circumstance would be six, no that's, more than six. That's the highest level of attainment that you can you can find in the pyramid.
1: I think anyone should be tired after six.
0: Yeah, lessons were taught. Man or woman, six one. dicks is enough. Anything over that, and it's just egregious. But but <laughs> like. The, the whole fuck, like, you went to a fucking <laughs> restaurant. Great. You were fucking entertained by it. Live it with your brain camera. Can ya? That's, well, you? Well, know? because that's supposed to be a story
1: you go and tell your friends. You can tell me about the restaurant you went to. Right. You can explain to me how You're it smelled and how old. it tasted and how good it was. And, you know, the, oh, man, I wish you could experience it is an invite to later on go with you to be social to enjoy this place. I think that as a place. I think that's the point but when you coldly leave it up to Facebook or whatever what you're saying is I went here you should have been here mhm look what I later. did right
0: and people are like look what they did
1: and I'm ultimately like it and ultimately I ignore it it really doesn't impact me that much right. other than to go you ain't got shit going on right
0: like you went and did something that's cool glad you glad you're eating yeah it's not it's not I'm not uh, I'm not about to move to a fucking uh a uh, shed in the woods and and fucking write a letter to colleges, but at the same time, like I <laughs> I am not a big fan of like. Well,
1: that's specific as shit. What is this <laughs> move to the woods and write a letter to co- colleges from a shed? Was this a yeah. was this a
0: plan? No, no. This is I was referencing the Unabomber who had a problem oh, okay. with, with technology and felt that technology was leading to the downfall of humankind. So I'm definitely not doing that. But on a whole. I don't think that I am entertaining of enough. Uh, I don't think I'm an entertaining enough person to be telling people what the fuck I do with the minutia of my life because it's boring shit. It's boring shit to me. And we go out to restaurants. We fucking do the same shit that everybody else does. But that's the problem I have with it. It's like it's the same shit. And But at are you the saying end of the day, not
1: to ever do it? Or are you saying that if you choose no, to do I'm it, it should saying, be something you need? I'm just unique. saying
0: there's, there's too much of it. Right. It's gotten to a point where I feel it's just there's too much of it. Moderation. Right. Is what you're saying. You should you should definitely uh, balance your taking selfies at the amusement park urge with the actually having conversations with people in living urge.
1: There it needs to be a mix because there are people who I know feel closeness with me that only exist online. And I can't. I don't refute it. I mean, if I can only ever comment or talk to you online, it's the only time we're going to run into each other. So be it. Because you live oceans away, or whatever the deal is, that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But if I live blocks from you, or if I live one town over, and it's too much effort to come and chill on a couch, or hey, come over, or whatever it is, yeah, maybe
0: you know, yeah, that's another thing that fucks with me. It's like, like uh, you know, growing up, there was always like the days where. The parents would get together with the friends or, you know, do whatever. And our lives are not that fucking busy. Like, contrary to popular belief, like, it doesn't require you to make an effort to not do anything.
1: I don't know what goes through people's heads nowadays. And when I hear the term busy, to me, you better be doing something right then. I don't want to hear busy. Like, I always find out people did one thing, right? I'll call them in the morning and I'll say, hey, man, let's get together Let's do something. Some lunch, get some coffee, whatever the deal is. And I always hear, yeah, well, I got this thing later. You know, I got to prepare for it. So now I'm, I don't feel up to it. I'm kind of busy. And what goes in my head is, fuck you. Yeah. Like, what, you get a doctor's appointment at 10? It's going to last an hour, and then your day is shot? That's, old why, man. I,
0: that's why I just straight up tell people, like... uh I generally don't do anything because I don't like to be out with other people.
1: <laughs> but, but now that I'm empathizing with you and I said that, I also figured out why they do it. It's the same reason our parents did it. People with kids, house, job, all that other stuff, they feel that those are loads. They're stones around their neck. Yeah. That if there's some reason, some if they're not in their domicile with all their free time, it's going to burn down. Someone's going to take it. It's going to be gone. Right. Or they're just completely fucking wrecked tired because they don't know how to sleep. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. There's all sorts of reasons. But the point is is that the older people get, the less social they get. And I've noticed yeah. that. They yeah. need a reason to come out of the woodwork. And it's because they're complacent.
0: Right. They get into a routine.
1: They're content at being obsolete. I I am not one such man. Damn sure you're not. And, and that's the whole... That's the whole thing about this. Like when we started podcasting, it is about nerd words. This is nerdy. We we're talking about some pro, some topics that most folks won't do because it's it's irrelevant as far as they're concerned. It also, doesn't fit into their content also, schedule. I,
0: I strongly don't give a shit. I think I may have stated on the podcast before, and I'm going to state it again in case I haven't. the The term nerd words. You have. I'm a nerd, so whatever I say are words coming from a nerd. Hence, nerd words. So if these topics don't fucking fill your heart and your cockles full of glee and joy, uh, you could probably skip this one. There's gonna be another one. Your heart and your cockles. Yes, if you don't feel if you don't feel some sort of tingling in your genitalia area, then you know just move along. You didn't pay for this. Just fucking right. You're not paying a subscription, and also you haven't donated. I know because only one motherfucker has. So. It's are, a pretty fucking short list. Are you now rebelling? <laughs> is that what's going on? No. You haven't I'm just paid, saying, so fuck you. I'm just saying. Th- there is a zero-sum gain on this podcast, okay? This podcast costs us money to do. So in the hopes that you splice this later, I want to get
1: this out of my head while I have it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you put in a different one or what have you, cleaner one, or it comes sooner. Dude, Seattle's a bomb. Yeah. Seattle's the bomb. In um, a quick list of it you would love the dispensaries
0: i think anybody would and i mean where one scores the pot the weed the marijuana i mean that's that's for anybody I, I you know even if you're not well like go somewhere where it's legal and and do
1: um why it's because the freedom of it not being illegal there was there was like i think i saw two cops mm-hmm. the whole time i was in seattle i saw a ton of asians <sighs> <laughs> but like two cops, I just want to add that. I will tell you that the reason why, you know, we love Shadowrun, and that's, that's Upper Alley. There's a reason it's originated in Seattle, and that's what it's about, and all the tech and everything, because it is a tech area, right? Right. High tech booming, um, cool cool events, but then mostly it's Asians. There's some Hong Kong fooy going on. I was laughing because um, I'm, I'm with Brad, and uh, Brad's my sister's husband, and uh, Brad's also a cool guy in his own right. But he's driving around, and he does Uber, right? He's an Uber driver. He he knows so much about the area just by cruising, right? And the spots he's picking out and the folks he's pointing out, I'm laughing because the traffic we're going through is what I like to call dumb-dumb traffic. It's people not knowing any better, not knowing where they're turning or what they're doing. And that pisses him off bad. And then there was an urge to have me have Brad take a flight over here and experience downtown Chicago. But I think he would murder somebody <laughs> like this. Oh, my God. Because, you know, people in downtown Chicago drive like you don't rate. Yeah. You
0: you have no they don't give a fuck that you're there. Not and t- also the, the fucking people that walk there don't That like it's just it's just a series Dude, of people walking fucks. and driving wherever the fuck they want, whatever the fuck they want. And as someone from the suburbs, I can honestly say every time I go there, clearly I'm not from there. Because <laughs> I'm like, just put the right light. red. Oh, that guy's still driving, and the light's been red for like 10 fucking minutes. Yeah, they don't care.
1: Or the all-time favorite, the light's green for, for a left turn. They got the arrow, and you see them have to put down their phone. <laughs> To make the turn <laughs> and I'm in the red, right? I see right. that, like, you asshole, get there. Right. You know, you know where you're waiting at. Fucking text message, And it's a great place.
0: Like, you'll, be, you'll be going down the street and you'll be going down the street for like three blocks. And then suddenly, there's a sign in front of you that says, do not enter. Suddenly, it's become a one way and it's in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so like, I'd who say... invented this fucking place? Um, but Seattle's a
1: lot of, like, the, the environment in and of itself, temperature wise. Like my they were telling me you know the warm the warmest it'll get is like eighty three degrees uh-huh. that's a hot day to them, like just flat eighty three degrees, but at night it's always dropping into the sixties and the fifties, so it cools the f off and that's year round year round you'll experience it, obviously it gets cooler in the in the winter months, but it will never get colder than like seventy you know like so, well I think sixty seventy extreme cold would be like sixties mm-hmm. that alone should get people flocking from here it's not it's never arctic okay and then they're like oh it rains a bit i don't care
0: no don't care about that i
1: don't care about rain it can rain all it likes umbrellas are fun and you know i'm, I'm doing that thing and then i got to even experience what i like to call the the nightlife because we were of course we went out and we did this underground walk and i'm i got to chill on a bench because uh, my knee locked up and whatnot so i was chilling and i'm watching all these people go by just enjoying being outside chatting and conversations in the middle of downtown uh, enjoying themselves they go into bars and the bars leave the doors open so folks can walk in and out being real cool and there was no there was one shouting bag lady but i think you that's a requirement for a city yeah you're gonna have that you need a crier a town crier to run around and say something and from what she was saying it was like like you know ah where are my food install stole my food where are you at pigeon Like, just screaming nonsense walking by, (laughs) which added to the flavor of the gritty downtown atmosphere and the fact that I didn't know Seattle was built up. Like, I don't know if you knew, we we learned that Seattle was founded. It's like a shallow floodplain. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's a beach. Right. It's a beach. And what businesses did back then said, they came in and went, you got a lot of people here. There's a lot of sales we could do. Well, what have you been trying? oh, we tried this. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to build up 30 feet, everything. And then we're going to add sidewalk over it. (laughs) And then we're like, what? Yeah, just bury what you first built. Move on. That's that. And we walked down through some of it where they built support structures and showed you how they did it and whatnot. And what's creepy about it is, you know, we talk about horror films and, you know, movies and even games where they have these complex dwellings underground. Yeah. They're there. They're there. Um, I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Yeah. It was. Some, it added to it, you know? And also, did you know Seattle was the name of a chief that we couldn't pronounce? I did not know that, no. Yeah. The name Seattle comes from the, the, the head of the tribe, the chief. And uh, his name isn't Seattle. That's all we could pronounce <laughs> of his name. And we paid him $700 a month to allow us to use his name while he was alive Uh, that's not a bad gig nope the guy who back then seven hundred dollars right and the guy who rolled the dice who said that chief's not gonna live more than two three years yeah he lived another 14 (laughs) so he's like hell yeah use my name you can't pronounce correctly (laughs) join that shit just bring your 700 i thought that was a little interesting history tidbit about seattle which is cool (sighs) I also learned prostitution is the founding of Seattle. Like, yeah, that, that
0: part I did know. I did know that uh, prostitution was the like, main source of income and that Seattle was like a major shipping hub. Right. And basically, these guys would come in and dock, and that's, yeah, that you I would didn't know. You see the,
1: the sailor groups walking downtown?
0: Yeah, it was a den of inequities.
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I didn't get to be that inequitable. I was with family, but... Uh...
0: Yeah, I don't think it is now.
1: Oh, uh, I think it is. I just think, like you said, about our, our government, they're not overt anymore. They're covert. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be a place and a head nod and certain yeah. thing done. <clears throat> but a cool town. Um, the other thing is, I think everybody would like... I just want everybody to imagine having Amazon Prime and whatever you order is there in less than an hour.
0: Yeah, that shit trip me the fuck out. Like, I, I heard of that, but I I've I was like, Yeah, that's a thing, but whatever, that's not really a thing because it's nowhere near I've never seen it. But then yeah, when you were like, Oh yeah, we got red vines and Amazon delivered them in an hour. Yeah. It was, was like pimped. what the fuck.
1: It was Pim. Well no, they got an Xbox One and you know, I was telling them what to get and how to get it, and you know, my mom wanted red vines or whatever. Something knick knack, you would just go to the gas station and get. Yeah. Yeah, they shipped it on less than forty five minutes. I don't know that I would leave the house if
0: I had that power. I don't think I think there are people who don't. Yeah. And that's like, fair. Why would you you right. into it? Like, if the convenience is like, I want coffee, I want an Xbox, and I really could use a pair of socks. I'll just have it all delivered to me in 45 minutes. What the fuck would you leave the house for? Because the only reason I leave the house is because there are certain things I just can't economically buy online. Oh, and work. I have to go to work. But that's, you know, like, if if I could just be like, Man, I really want like a four pack of Kickstart, and um, you know, I want a Hershey's fucking blah blah blah, and uh, let me get some frozen pizzas, and uh, let me get a fucking DSI T-shirt. Like we get a bunch of shit, right? A gang uh, of shit, right? I, I just to ship it to myself. Yeah, I I still
1: was uh no, I not. still was tripping about it. I I think it's great. The environment is beyond. I don't know. It was just relaxing. Yeah. It was a relaxing, good place. Uh, The uh, other effect is is the counterculture was live. I mean, I was was telling you that. Um, Tons of people with tattoos. You got the gauges going on. And if that wasn't an an obvious sign of it, there are people there who don't believe in... There's no such thing as a typical dress style. Mm -hmm. You know, you go places and it's like, everybody's nicey, dressy, or not dressy, so nicey. This is like one dude's wearing a flannel another guy's rocking some sort of dress shirt. Uh, i'm wearing shorts some other dudes wearing a freaking whatever they're wearing yeah it's them and it's like being around your family at a function right you know just a laid-back crowd no big deal
0: right that's a a youthful city you know it's a it's a liberal kind of hub right for same, same thing with portland portland probably more so but like you know seattle is has always been known for music it's always been known for that counterculture kind of mentality right. plus like having Microsoft and probably some other, uh, techno- technology companies that, 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 are in that area.
1: Microsoft and Amazon are worshiped
0: in Seattle. Yeah. Well, I, and those, those companies, like it's like the company that I work for. It is a company Apple started and created and ran by people who, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, think differently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it one of those you can't say but I can or we don't want to say? No,
0: you didn't you didn't catch what I did there. Um think differently is an apple that's a like oh, an gotcha, apple gotcha, saying gotcha. like, <laughs> like that's I thought you were referring to a certain plant that was imbibed. No, no, but, but, but the, that that okay. too. I mean it's it's a company like you'll you'll probably notice that a lot of these technology companies, they don't drug test their employees. No. And they'd be fucking silly too. Right. Because that's an old way of doing things. Because people that are smart enough to create machines that can nearly think for you and completely they're designed to revolutionize your life they're designed to integrate into everything that you do these people really don't have too much of a problem with you getting high No, you maybe going out to the fucking to the desert and doing a little L- LSD whatever know? helps you right they understand the expansion of the mind they're you know hippies that turn into yuppies hippie yuppies yeah hippies Sh- yuppies Yuppies. hoppies. I gotta pee again. I have fucking too much to fucking drink, you got dude. That acorn bladder. Apparently.
1: All right.
0: So I could be tricky. It's a good one. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. My fucking baby bladder. Jesus Christ.
1: So, do you want to bring it in, or you got something else?
0: No, man. That's about it. I, I don't know. I think that's that's soloed enough. Yeah, that's an hour and a half solid podcast and twenty minutes of bullshit. Yeah, we did spitballing,
1: too, so that's, that's glorious. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's two hours of talking. Yeah. Was
1: I, was, like... I was telling them that uh, we're going to get more, we have to get more regular on Fridays, because now I'm, I'm determined.
0: Yeah, well, we only missed last Friday because you went on vacation, and I really didn't feel like doing a podcast by myself.
1: Uh, you can get split personalities, I mean, but that's not really...
0: Look, there's only so much shit I can say by myself to myself before I become <laughs> a, a frightening, <laughs> rambling mess of insanity so i just don't even want to go there a frightening rambling mess yes you yeah, no, then just just going off in random directions if you don't have somebody to bounce off of when you're talking and you're the only one talking that's you better. to be hitler that's that's good for science experiments that's the only thing that's good for so yeah so i took a little vacation along with your vacation um but yeah i mean i don't see why we're not gonna do this every friday unless extenuating circumstances prevent it. I don't know them. I don't know of them. Vacations, you know, shit like that, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's regular-ish. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And I'm I have a strong feeling that as long as I am paying to make a podcast, uh, you know, occasionally I might skip a day cuz motherfucker, it's my money. <laughs> it's my money. <laughs> Yeah, the uh you know, that's 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 the those are the bricks of having a hobby. Yeah, until it becomes a profession. It's a labor of love. Labor of love. By UB forty. Is that with or without the man butter? I'm just I... with the man butter. It's uh yeah. So we'll we'll call it there. Um if this is edited poorly uh, there's beginners editing it, you know. So, so be patient. It's Liz's fault. Be be kind. Be patient. She's not here yet, so she hasn't heard any of this. But she's going to be taking on the primary duties of editing the podcast with me, of course, guiding like a like a good teacher would. Um, but yeah, it might be a little
1: might be a little funky. I'm working on how to retain the entertainment because I think my fees went up. <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't know. I just gave myself a raise and then awesome.
0: <coloss borrowed> Until next week, I am Nathan. And I am Bob. <laughs> and you can find us on the internet by searching for us. If you haven't found it by now, you'll probably never find it. Utilitymuffinlabs.com, iTunes. Have a good day. I love you. Adieu. Peace in the Middle East. I said good day. I said good day. You lose. But the police, they get no
1: sandwiches. (laughs) 1980 shit. Turn it down. Tone it down. You have
0: the power. Of the power